Welcome to the Cyber Guy Podcast, your source for engaging cyber education, cyber discussions, and a look at current cyber news and trends with retired FBI Special Agent Darren Mott. Hello, friends. This is Season 3, Episode 1 of the Cyber Guy Podcast. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott, and I want to thank you those listening for sticking with me as I've gone a couple of weeks without a podcast. Uh, to be honest, to be upfront, transparent, had a couple medical issues, um, some iron issues, uh, had a prostate issue, had to have some surgery. It was nothing major, nothing, no big issues there, no cancer or anything, but hopefully it solved the problem, but it's kind of sidelined me, honestly, for a couple of weeks, and I haven't really been motivated to kind of get this going. But now, honestly, I am I'm going to talk a little bit about how the podcast is changing as far as a formatting standpoint, what you can look forward to as I go forward. I'm going to pick up my cadence and try to be regular on this. I'll probably what I'll end up doing is recording most of these when I can on the weekend so I can post them on Monday. So they'll be there for you Monday as you're commuting in or what have you. Um, for those of you who may be new, I want to, I'm going to take this particular opportunity for this podcast to kind of outline what the new format is going to kind of be. I always look for, look, um, or, or I, I always want feedback and I appreciate those folks who contact me and, and provide me some feedback, but feel free to email me. Uh, my email is Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N at the cyberguy.com, cyber spelled C-Y-B-U-R. You can follow me on LinkedIn. We'll, we'll talk all those things again later, but obviously um, I want to try to build this podcast even more. I appreciate the hundreds of folks that do listen on a regular and still stuck with me after I kind of did some of these changes. So I do appreciate that. So um, for those who may be new, uh, my name, Darren Mott, I am a former FBI supervisor special agent. I joined the Bureau in 1999 after being a high school teacher. I worked um, Cyber Matters the entirety of my career, at least had a had a uh, touch into the cyber world the whole time, investigated it, uh, managed cyber squad, cyber units at FBI headquarters. Uh, then later in my career, I moved into a cyber or a counterintelligence role somewhat. Still had cyber in that, but was mostly focused on, on counterintelligence because honestly, cyber and counterintelligence have blended together. And if you've listened to any of my older podcasts, you, you can kind of You'll, you'll see where I talk about those things. But I um, retired in 2019. Um, I currently work for a clear defense contractor doing some um, security operations center related work. I'm not, I don't really talk about that on this podcast um, um, simply because... Um, it's not really germane to what we're talking about here, but it's kind of what I do now. Looking to branch out into some other things. Maybe we'll talk about that as the season goes on. Um, but the new format here, so that's me. Um, you can find me on a host of different things, and I have a new platform I'm going to talk about towards the end of this podcast where you can find me. Uh, hat tip, or I'm not hat tip. Um, uh, spoiler alert, it's going to be Instagram. Um, but there's a reason for that, and I'll kind of explain how, what that looks like. So the format's going to kind of be like this. So I want to continue. My, my goal here on this podcast, for those who know, is to educate individuals and businesses on how to stay safe online. Not with a whole lot of technical information. We're not going to talk about, um, you know, endpoint endpoint management devices. We're not going to talk hardware for the most part. Um, we're going to talk about practical things you should know as a business or an individual so that you can stay safe online. My mantra here is understand the threats targeting you so you can assess your risk and proceed wisely online. That fits for anybody. Whether you're a small business trying not to get hit with ransomware, trying not to lose money through business email compromise, or you're an individual trying to protect your family, your, your older family members, your younger family members, or just yourself and your home 
from some kind of bad actor doing something bad on your network, stealing your personal information, a host of things that all these bad guys are do. And as the season goes on, I'll probably talk more specifically about those threats, but I'm going to have two pieces or a couple pieces to this. Those, they're going to have a cyber piece for business, a cyber piece for individuals, and then a smart tip for the week. Uh, and so I'm, I will do special edition episodes with interviews. Uh, part of my issue for the last probably four or five months is really making an effort to to schedule interviews. And so I've been kind of bad at that. So I'm going to try to improve that and have special episodes where I have someone I'm talking to either in the cyber industry, a former FBI agent who is now retired, wants to talk about what they're doing, things like that. Things I think are interesting. I hope that are interesting. I'm always open to listening to folks and, and hear what you want to talk, what, who you want me to talk, talk to or talk about. I will be trying to live stream some of these as I go forward as I try to figure out how to best do that. Um, so look for those kind of things. And then at the end of this episode, you're going to stick around for it. I kind of have a special announcement for a new effort I'm working on um, and how that impacts the podcast. So obviously stick around for that if you're so inclined to do so. So one other thing I'd like to note is I had a second podcast called the Cyber Smart Podcast. And I'll be honest, um, I did that for a year and a half, two years or so. And it honestly didn't get any traction. I didn't really advertise. I'll be honest, I'm not a very good marketer currently. Um, so what I've done is I'm going to do is roll that kind of into this podcast. There'll be a piece of this podcast kind of called the Smart Cyber Smart Tip of the Day um, or something along those lines. And so that's kind of where the Cyber Smart piece is going to go. It'll be interesting to see uh, in August when I have to re-up my podcast distribution accounts if the cyber smart stuff will kind of go away because I'm not going to I'm not going to continue to pay for that one so it may not be distributed anymore I'm not sure how that works if it doesn't what I'll do is pull them in and kind of re-release them under the cyber guy mantra so if you're interested in that I have some some special episodes there that go with how to protect your kids online how to protect seniors and I'm actually taking those podcasts and creating an online course for both of those so if you're hearing this and it's something you'd like to beta test or review for me let me know and I'll be happy to share that with you once I figure out how to distribute it and stuff like that. I'm also looking to kind of reduce the time on this podcast so you don't have to spend crap loads of time listening to me banter on. Um, if there's an interview related one, um, it'll just be the interview of that person. So maybe a half, so I'm kind of keep it to half hour, 40 minutes. Want to get the time of this down. So I, you can, I, I'm mindful of your time and you can get the most out of this podcast in the time that is allowed. Now I'm going to try something new here because... That is the theme music for Cyber Smart. So we're going to get into the Cyber Smart portion of the Cyber Guy podcast. We're going to talk about Cyber Smart for your business, Cyber Smart for you, and the Cyber Smart tip of the day. Hopefully I have one of those thought up. I've kind of written an outline. I'm not sure if I'm going to hit it right, but I'll do the best I can. All right. So Cyber Smart piece. Let's talk about Cyber Smart for your business. Your business owner, you're trying to stay safe. What do you need to know for this week? So I have a couple articles that I've, I've identified and, and in, you can get more information on this if you follow my LinkedIn. But the first one has to do with Chinese state sponsored activity, specifically a group called Volt Typhoon. And this came out this week. It's called the PRC is living off the land. Essentially what that means if they've infiltrated um, a lot of different companies that are part of the critical national infrastructure. So what is the critical national infrastructure? Those are those those companies that are associated with things like power and electrical and your water system and healthcare and emergency services. Anything that keeps our company moving, our infrastructure of our company is considered critical national infrastructure. Now, it makes sense that China would want to infiltrate companies that are part of the critical national infrastructure because if there is ever some kind of conflict with Russia, 
um, be it just a cyber conflict, a cold war related. Well, let's be honest, we're already in a cold war with China. Um, that's a conversation for perhaps another episode uh, or even a shooting war. They're going to look to compromise our critical national infrastructure. Now, in reality, we are probably doing the same to them. So this is kind of this is all intelligence, counterintelligence. It's, you know, spying, essentially using cyber tradecraft. But um, so I, I, I posted this on my LinkedIn account. You can go find a, a CISA FBI um cybersecurity advisory on this, but I'll kind of summarize it for you. The United States and the International Cybersecurity Authorities issued a joint cybersecurity um, advisory to highlight a recently discovered cluster of activity of interest associated with the People's Republic of China, state-sponsored cyber actor, also known as Volt Typhoon. Private sector entities identified that this activity affects networks across U.S. critical infrastructure sectors, sectors, and the authorizing agencies believe the actor could apply the same techniques against these and other sectors worldwide. So it's not really restricted to critical national infrastructure. They will probably find their way there. Now, is China looking to steal your personal identification to do business in my conference? No, they're not looking to do that. They're not looking to do ransomware. They're looking to infiltrate networks and steal proprietary information, steal messaging information, steal geopolitical information. That's kind of what they're looking for. So you kind of have to ask yourself, what what business field am I in and what is China doing against me specifically? So first, let's be honest, this should be no surprise. If you've ever seen the cyber threat pyramid that I post, this is a tier six or the highest threat and requires extensive defensive capabilities, such as the ability to run counterintelligence operations, to have an offensive cyber capability and to do risk and vulnerability reduction skills and to have, you know, internal incident response and all that stuff. Uh, stuff. And let's be honest. Small and medium businesses that are in the critical national infrastructure uh, business sector don't have the resources to fight off these nation state level actors that are well-funded, well-resourced, I mean, can do the stuff that they're doing. So you have to find ways to help yourself. So um, this is part of a tip that I put is, is utilize threat intelligence. So like the, the advisory itself is information that you can show to your leadership and your cybersecurity assets, whatever those are, if it's just your IT group, if it's you have a, a dedicated cybersecurity group, that'd be great. Um, if you're using part-time CISOs or, or whatever, Share this information, have them get that information to share with you. So you can look for what are called indicators of compromise. In other words, these are, we also call them TTPs, tools, tactics, and procedures or protocols that these entities use to do the things they do. They, they could be, they use specific domains. So if you're monitoring your network, and let's be honest, most small and medium-sized businesses probably are not doing a lot of monitoring of their network, though they should find partners that they can do that for. But again, I understand that cyber security is a cost problem. In other words, you're not making money on it unless you're in the cybersecurity world. And even then, you may not be making a ton of money, but you have to invest in this risk reduction capability. And, and most companies just don't until they become a victim. And even then, they'll pay money to respond to the incident, but do they fix it afterwards? Probably not. So if you have threat intelligence, and, and a lot of it's free, you can find free threat intelligence everywhere. You can join in for Guard, which is an FBI private sector sharing information resource that can give you information. You can join um, other, other um, uh, entities that, that share intelligence across or just, just Google search cyber threat intelligence. You'll find tons of free resources out there that cost you nothing, but give you ideas or information on who's targeting what, how's it going on and allow you to identify and fix vulnerabilities that may allow actors like Volt Typhoon into your system. And this, Having that threat intelligence will start to move to reduce your risk. And they have to do other stuff as well, 
But there are uh, there are avenues for that also, which we'll talk about at the end of this podcast, actually. Uh, tip number two, obviously, is find partners that can help you understand what this threat, what these threats mean to your business. Because if you don't have a full scale cyber team, start the conversation to not become a victim. There are no, there are low cost options. And you can obviously message me if you want more information on this, I can help you through that. Um, so look for that. Um, and then another tip, stay focused and, and look out for this type of intelligent digested. This won't be the last time we hear about China doing something bad like that. So that is one thing. Um, the other one, something to think about if you're a business owner is how is your cybersecurity compliant? That's I know that that sounds like a very painful, tedious, um, conversation to have with your IT or security staff, but compliance is really just the capability or the ability to take stock of where you stand based on a framework that's already designed for you to use. Now, there are tons of these frameworks. I was on a webinar this week with PCmatic. Um, hat tip to Corey Munson for uh, having me on that on that particular webinar. And we talked about, and Chris Johnson was the other person on there. He's from CompTIA. Look for him on LinkedIn. But we talked about compliance things. I mean, and if you think about compliance, there's, there's, there's NIST has, NIST is kind of the, the government approved compliance standard, honestly. So as more government regulation comes down or ultimately comes down, on the private sector, and you're already seeing this if you are in the clear defense or the defense industrial base community that CMMC or what's called the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification is coming to you. It's based on what's called NIST 800-171. And because of those things, companies in in, in that particular realm have to do or have to meet certain controls, 120 things they have to do to be compliant. Now, you don't have to use that one. There's other ones. There's uh, ISO has some, the CIS, which is the, I should have that page up. CIS stands for, hold on, I'll tell you, I'm going to Google search this right here while while I'm doing this live. So this is great prep on my part. They have 18 controls that you should look at. And I'll just give you that. CIS stands for the Center for Internet Security. The number of times I talk about that, I should really know that. But it's things like there's 18 things you should do that are like inventory your hardware, inventory your software, have a data protection thing. And all these things lead back to controls under NIST 800-171. Again, I'm getting the weeds on this. But essentially, it's a way to at least start looking at, all right, what's my cyber hygiene? Am I doing some of the basic things to keep myself safe? Because I'm not doing the basic things. I'm not doing anything. Uh, And I've actually created um, kind of a top 10. Here's 10 things you can do to start. Um, And that idea is to help companies try to at least start the, the discussion on how to protect themselves um, from cyber actors. So again, compliance is an important thing. If you don't deal with it, if you don't think about it, you should re- as a business owner, as a, you know, in your business, you should think about it, find people to help you with it. There are low cost, like I said, solutions for that. All right. And now for the cyber smart piece for individuals, for you, for your home family, for things like that this week, um, one of the things I've, I've really gotten into lately is I've been fortunate enough to be asked to be on a couple TV stations, TV news stations to talk about cybersecurity stuff, Newsmax being one. Um, there's a 
TV station out of Dallas and one out of DC that I'm on frequently. Um, but there was an interesting article this week that I put together to give to them and it has to do with Android devices. So if you have a Google phone or an Android phone, or you have an instrument, sorry, internet of things device at home that likely runs off of the Google operating system, you need to be under, you need to know that there is a large cybercrime enterprise known as lemon group that has pre-installed malware known as gorilla on over 9 million Android based smartphones, watches, TVs, and TV boxes. Now, how do they do that? They don't really know. They're somewhere in the supply chain to be able to import this particular malware onto these devices. So when you buy the device, it's already infected. Uh, And they do it to intercept SMS passwords, um, set off reverse proxy so that they can basically use your device as their IP address so that when they do bad things, it looks like it comes from you, not from them, uh, and a host of other different things. So this was released at a Black Hat conference uh, in Asia. And it appears that they've been doing this for, for many, many years. So this is a longstanding thing. Now, ideally, what will happen, hopefully, is Google will find the vulnerability they're exploiting for this malware to work, and they will release a patch or something to fix that particular vulnerability so that you don't have this issue, which is why it's important to make sure you have updates turned on. Now, I know the problem is, and, and Apple does this too, when they put down an update, sometimes the update has problems, which causes your phone or your device to work oddly. That is where you as an individual have to start thinking about risk. What is the risk I'm willing to put up with? Am I concerned that people are going to hack into my TV and do bad things? I'll be honest with you. For me, I'm not that concerned. I've, I've set up a separate, or like, so let's be honest, I'm, gonna, I'm going to set up a separate network for my Internet of Things devices. I have the router. I just haven't put it together. So I'm kind of doing a, I'm not doing what I say. So I, I hope to do that at some point soon. But basically, I have over 25, almost 30 devices connected to my home network. My main network should only have my computers on it. So I, I have a ton of computers too. They should be the only ones. And then all the other stuff, the the, the smart cameras I have outside, the um, Internet of Things devices, my Apple HomePod, my TVs, my Xbox and PlayStation, those should all be on a separate network. So that if a bad guy gets there, all he's going to do is compromise that machine and the amount of damage he can do is, is reasonably limited. So just think about that if you have Google devices. turn And the, the key part here, turn on automatic updating. Or if you're not using the internet piece for that device, which if you bought it for, if you bought a smart TV, you're using the internet piece, let's be honest. But you can turn off that, turn off tracking. You can turn off a lot of stuff that kind of identifies that particular device. So, uh, you know, you should, oops, sorry, phone call. You should really do that. So, all right. Uh, and so here's a special announcement for this episode. If you've lasted this long and you now get to hear the special announcement that I'm putting together, um, I, you know, since I've retired, one of the nice things in the FBI, if you are a special agent, you're not allowed to have other jobs. You basically are an FBI agent and that's all you can use because you're on call 24 hours a day. So you have to be prepared and ready to go react or do or respond to an incident or you know a case like 9-11 obviously if if agents were working a second job that would have been problematic now there are things you can do like coach crossfit and stuff that the bureau will let you do but as far as having a you know some kind of full-time job where you're you know actively making a lot of money on the side that's kind of frowned on so but one thing i'm looking to do and one thing that is my goal i used to be a high school teacher like i said so i have two master's degree one in education one in cybersecurity. trying to blend those two things together to help people and companies stay safe so i'm creating a coaching program that has kind of two tracks there is a business oriented coaching program which is essentially me coming to your business if you're a small medium business and helping you understand 
cybersecurity compliance, help you create policies, help you do things to keep your business safe. It's a short-term CISO program, essentially. In other words, it's not long-term. It's only a couple months. If you want to continue talking to me after that, we can certainly have that conversation. But it's just kind of a short-term thing at a very cheap cost to help you protect your company. At least start thinking about what is my cybersecurity hygiene? How do I get there? Um, Going through a coaching program to figure out how to kind of do all that and market it and stuff like that. I do it on my free time. Um, like I'm, I'll probably do some of it after I re- finish recording this podcast here on a Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I'll put some of that stuff together and start marketing. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not a salesperson. This may fall, crash, and burn. Who who knows? But that's kind of the route I'm taking. Um, if you're interested in talking to me about that, feel free to hit me up by email or LinkedIn. I'm happy to run it off people to see what they think from an idea perspective. But that's kind of one of the, that's one track. The other track is creating small individual educational programs for for folks on like protecting your kids online, protecting seniors online. I have one that I'm creating that is how do you get it? How do you become an FBI agent? How do you get into the FBI? What is the process? It goes into a lot more detail then let's say if you tried to find stuff online and it has additional pieces to it, like how to train for the fit test, how to have a, a basic understanding of the legal stuff they're going to talk about at the Academy. I'm, I'm building that as well. So hopefully I'll have some offerings coming up over the course of the next two, three months um, that I hope people will find interesting. And I will use, honestly use this podcast for a, as a marketing tool for that. Won't spend a lot of time talking it, selling it. So you're not going to get stuck with, Oh my God, here comes a sales pitch again. It's basically just going to be talking about things I've done as I learn things of dealing with any customers I have, you know, it'd be interesting to talk about those, not talk about what to happen with the customer, but talk about trends and things that I'm finding with that and try to be effective there. So that's kind of where I'm going. Um, with a little side business I'm working. It may not, again, I may crash and I'm not a business person, but I'm going to try it. Um, if it's something you're interested in talking to me about, feel free to hit me up at any of three places. Now you have my email, Darren at the cyber LinkedIn.com slash I N slash Darren Mott, D A R R E N M O T T no spaces. And now I am starting to build out. And it's going to take me a while to get this built an Instagram page and a Facebook page for some marketing pieces. Uh, under either the cyber guy. So Instagram is Instagram.com slash the cyber guy, cyber again, spelled C-Y-B-U-R. Um, if you look up gold shield cybersecurity, you may find it that way as well. Cause gold shield cybersecurity is kind of my little side LLC that I do have done a couple of little things on. Um, and then Facebook kind of will be the same. So, you know, feel free to go find me there. Um, again, the email and the LinkedIn are the two main accounts currently. Uh, I do post every day on LinkedIn, at least some kind of bits of information from a cyber perspective. Um, I thank the 3,000 plus people who follow me there. And hopefully there'll be more as we go forward. As you go through your week, know knowledge is protection. If you can understand the threats targeting you, you can assess your risk and you can proceed wisely online. Thanks so much for those who tuned in. Feel free to pass information on this podcast to any of your friends or coworkers or what have you. I appreciate those who stuck around and waited for this episode to finally kick back in. I promise I'm going to try to be more regular doing these podcasts. If not, please help me accountable. Call me, text me, email me and say, dude, do, do a podcast. What's the hold up? With that, have a great Memorial Day weekend. And thank you for those who gave their lives ultimate, gave the ultimate sacrifice so that they could defend our freedoms here in the U.S. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon.